Welcome to the Unhidden Message. This is Roderick. Thanks for tuning in. Today's podcast is called The Call of God Part 3, The Lord Will Provide. So stay tuned, subscribe, write a review, do whatever it takes to get this message out. God bless. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today, like I said, I'll be uh, talking about The Lord Will Provide, The Call of God Part 3. And uh, really place this on my heart to continue this series, I guess you can say, or a message uh, regarding just the call of God. And if you haven't listened to part one or part two, uh, please go back and listen to those. But uh, today we'll be uh, discussing the Lord will provide. And I just wanted to uh, the reason why I wanted to share on this particular topic, because uh, the enemy will basically place in a believer's mind that oh if you give a hundred percent once you give a hundred percent to the lord it's all downhill as in like you know uh all the fun is downhill like how will these finances come in for you believe in god for this uh you believe in god to move to this particular area and uh and serve jesus full time like how the finances gonna come in or the, your family members might uh be thinking you're crazy <laughs> to a certain extent to because you are saying i believe in god and i'm gonna go full-time in ministry and I'm going to trust God 100 um, percent and do what he has called me to do, even though it might look impossible. I'm going to believe God and I'm going to do it. And in the natural, it looks crazy because that to faith is the opposite of uh, your your mind. Like it doesn't work out in the natural mind. Like, hi, you mean you gonna go like me, for instance, I'm moving to Zanzibar with Overland Missions. And you mean you going to believe God for the provision of move to Zanzibar full time and be out there preaching the gospel? And how, you know, housing, how you going to eat, how you going to do this and this and this. And all these things are listed. And the same thing for you. You might be believing God to do some great things. If not, you know, it's time for, in 2020 to start believing God for the impossible. Um, but uh, that is a, it is a platform for you to, you know, hey, just to get encouraged and also uh, be challenged. And uh, this is a time to believe God for the impossible. This is a time to knowing that he will provide for you and one of those things that uh encourages me and j is the word i mean going back into the word and to see, uh, seeing people that uh believe god for an impossible and, and and it actually came to pass and the lord rewarded them for their obedience and one of the things one of the stories that really stuck out to me was abraham's faith i'm still stuck on that um definitely um always you know researching and studying his faith uh because he's the you know the father of the faith so uh genesis chapter 22 i'll be reading from starting from there and talking about abraham's faith and this is uh basically the chapter where the lord got receives his uh, name jehovah jireh which is the lord will provide so i start i'll read from genesis chapter 22 verse 1 in the new living translation it says this sometime later god tested abraham's faith abraham god called yes he replied here i here am I. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Morar. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on a mountain, on one of the mountains, which I will show you. So that just shows you right. Let's start right there. It just shows you that Abraham's faith, even right there, he's like God called him Abraham. He replied, "Yes." Period. Here am I. Like what? <laughs> What do you want from me? I'm here to uh, obey your your word and what you are about to uh, give me. And he's saying, like, go there. There's another one. Uh, go and sacrifice him 
as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. And so he ain't even tell Abraham which mountain he will show him. Uh, so what happened? That next verse, it says the next morning, Abraham got up early and he saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son, Isaac. Then he chopped down wood for a fire for a burnt offering and went out for a place for the place God has told him told him about. So even right then, Abraham didn't argue with God. Um, he said basically what he did was like, I will show you one of the mountains that you will sacrifice your son. And Abraham didn't say, oh, really? What are you serious? Like you just I, I bleed you for all these years for a son. I, I re received the son. It, it was impossible in the natural. You gave me a son. Now he's growing, he's growing up and you want me to sacrifice him and on a mountain, which you, you haven't even told me which mountain, but he didn't even like go out and do all that. It didn't state that here. He just basically went to sleep. I mean, I know I will. I'm like, you know what? Uh, okay. I, I, I obey, but I'm just sleep on it. And that's exactly what happened. You know, the next morning he went to sleep and the next morning, Abraham got up early. So obviously he went to sleep. So let's continue on on the third day of their journey. So, Took three days. Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. So he eventually saw it. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there. Then we will come right back. The first sign of faith right there. We, then we will come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while himself carried the fire and the knife. And as two of them walked on together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. We have the, the fire and the wood, the boy said, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? God will provide a sheep to the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. Shows another, another second sign of Abraham's faith. God will provide a sheep. He promised me a son that will be um, that will multiply the descendants as the numerous of the stars. So I, I stand on God's promises that he told me that I'm going to sacrifice my son, Isaac. And what happened? He, I mean, that he will provide a sheep. So let's continue on. That's just me thinking like how Abraham's faith is. Verse nine, it said, when they arrived at the place where God taught, had told them to go, Abraham built the altar, arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up his knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. And at that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied. Here am I. Don't lay hand on the boy. The angel replied. Do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God and you have not withheld me, even your own son. Yes, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by his its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham now named the place Yahweh Yaro, Jehovah Jireh, which is the, means the Lord will provide. To this day, the people still use that name as a proverb on the mountain of the Lord. He it will be provided. So it just shows you right there Abraham's faith. Gave his only, only son. Um, and that is a type of shadow of Jesus. Uh, God gave his only begotten son uh, for us. And Abraham gave his only son. And, and, the new, and God said, right then I know that you truly fear me. 
that, you know, that you have obeyed my words. And as a result of that, he said, I will bless you. I will multiply you as the stars. I will multiply you as the sand. Your seed will be victorious, conquering the cities of their enemies. And all the nations will be blessed through your seed. So I have, you know, my so your obedience and faith only if not only affects you, but your descendants. So I said it again, your obedience and faith not only affects you, but your your seed, your descendants. And Abraham actually took God at his word. Uh, he stood. There, he said, oh, Abraham, I want you to go to this mountain, which I haven't told you yet. But I want you to get up and go and bring your eyes. I want you to sacrifice your son. And Abraham's walk with the Lord all the way up to that point had a relationship to the standpoint of like, hey, I'm going to believe you what you're saying, because obviously you're you're the only true living God. And you have brought me to this place. You have blessed me with 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 my son. My son is not, you know, it comes from you. Uh, it looked impossible. Uh, you know, 75 years old. Now I'm a, I have a son, 100, you know, and then you wanted me to give what I only have that you provided me for. And that really stuck out to me. Um, and because like in my life personally, I mean, I remember like being in Bible school and the Lord told me to come to Bible school and and he provided for each one of each step in Bible schools. And I remember like we used to have we have conferences uh, every uh, winter, fall, spring, summer. And a couple of those conferences and people know that, you know, during the offering time and the Lord really speaks and lays on the people's hearts to give things up. That's kind of like tied to their heart and things like that, just to test their faith as well. And I remember the time that the Lord told me, and this is more than once, that to empty out my bank account and uh, get, put everything in the offering. I'm like, I'm just sitting there thinking like, man, I don't even, I don't know how in the world I want to eat. Like, I mean, rent and these different things. And uh, But during that moment, that's, that's how my trust in the Lord, that's how my faith grew. That's how my trust in the Lord grew during those times, during those challenging moments, during those times of faith. And during this time, the Lord, I mean, during this time in Abraham's life that you see right there that, you know, out of a result of him providing for him a, a, a sheep instead of him really sacrificing his son. He, he said, listen, I know now that the Lord provides. I see that it looked impossible. The look, there's a sheep, a ram caught in the thinking right there. Like, and I'm going to sacrifice him instead of my son. Like the Lord provided for him right there. And the Lord provided for me. Like I gave all my money uh into the offering and provision came in like i mean i didn't have to worry about oh what i'm gonna eat what i'm gonna drink or what i close on put on the lord says in matthew 6 don't worry about those things because that's what the unbeliever uh worries about that's what what the unbelievers think and you gotta understand when you follow the call of god in your life the lord will provide i hear where the lord guides he provides so the lord uh had me at a point of like me just trusting him during Bible school, like doing, you know, doing each day, like trusting him for uh, the natural things, trusting him that he would provide. And I remember like uh, numerous of times I remember stepping out of faith. I remember stepping out of faith one summer in 2017 and helped out an evangelist and helped out my pastor doing two crusades, stayed in D.C. half of the summer, stayed in Louisiana half of the summer. And I remember like quitting my job. I just felt the nudge like to step out of faith. It didn't seem right and natural, but quitting my job and helping out the the, the evangelist um, and also helping out my pastor doing the crusades and things like that. I just felt like, man, this is something I need to be a part of. This is something that will not pass by twice. You know, you got to take advantage of this while, the, uh, while it's 
the light is on why it's shining why the opportunity is uh, in front of you so that's why i did i quit my job and things like that and and i told people about my job like my dad is rich and i was saying and uh i was speaking of as in like the guy you know my, my father in heaven he you know he will provide and they did not know that they was, th- I was talking about my earthly dad and I was, they was like man yeah i need to meet your dad you know you saying your dad rich you're like why are you here you know i was like yeah i'm about to leave the job you know i'm about to go <laughs> spend half of my summer uh well my whole summer helping out the crusades and things like that and the lord will provide so i gave up everything like I, you know i didn't even resign my lease that place i was standing at i just stepped down to faith i was like man you know uh Here's an opportunity that I have to take and go out to souls, go out to people. And that's exactly what I did. And throughout the whole summer, the Lord provided food, shelter, everything I needed throughout that whole time. But when I got back, I was like, man, you know, all right. So I need uh, I remember my car messed up, too, during that time. So I was like, man, I need the parts for my car. Uh, I said, what else? Um, you know, I don't have a place to stay as well. Uh, but when I got back, you know, the. I found a place to stay. The my, the provision came there for my car. I was blessed with a thousand plus dollars came in during that time, and I was able to go back to Bible school. Cause honestly, in the natural, it looked like I was that was it for me. I was not going back uh, to Bible school at all. Um, but the Lord provided for me during that time, and as my faith grew, as that you, you know, you step out of faith and believe God that He will provide. Your relationship will grow, and I know that He's Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider, just like He's your provider. Yeah, but it it takes a time when you have to step out of faith. You have to go, like I spoke on previous podcasts and part two of the call of God. You have to go and step out of faith sometimes, not knowing where the Lord will go. Just like Abraham did that when his first walk with God, he he stuck he stuck uh, he stepped out of faith. Just like here, I want you to Isaac, uh, sacrifice your son Isaac and go to a mountain. I will show you. So he, obviously he has to stay, it's a step by step process of um, him believing God for the impossible. And the Lord provided for him. He knew right then. It's like the Lord will provide. And the and the see and the thing about it, the one verse that kind of stuck out in verse fourteen, as I was just looking over it, it was like to this day people still use that name as a proverb. So people still use that, like the Lord will provide after Abraham stepping out of faith. Uh, people have saw Abraham's faith and like man, the Lord does provide. So when they look at your life and you step out of faith and your family members not understanding what exactly what you're called to do. And not understanding which exactly why you're doing it. And as you step out of faith and do exactly what you guys cause you to do, they will see the fruit of your life. And like, listen, the Lord does provide. Look at his life. Like they provided for for him. You know, the Lord provided for him or her. Uh, I, I see now that the Lord is will provide. I see now that his name is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide. And that's what we have to do in these times that we're living in. Because we can't trust in a steady paycheck like a lot of people do, which is nothing wrong with work and working a nine to five. Trust me, there's nothing wrong with saving up, nothing wrong with, you know, saving up for a 401k and things like that. But people are putting a full trust in those things and those things will be burnt up. Those things that the stock market crash Monday that everybody, a lot of people will commit suicide. A lot of people will jump out of the buildings because they put in their trust into in riches and they put in their trust into something that will be burnt up, something that will can be shaken, you know. But we serve a God, and then Jehovah Jireh, that's El Shaddai, God of more than enough that He cannot be shaken, you know. So you have to put your faith in the one that cannot be shaken. You got to put your faith in the one that created the heavens and the earth. You have to put your faith in the one that created you, that knew you before you was in your mother's womb, that He had a plan for you, 
that he provided for you all the way up to this point. So he will provide for you all the way up to the next point he has for you. And one thing that stuck out to me in Matthew 10, when it says um, uh, in verse 10, it basically said, uh, trust God for everything because he's because the one who works for him deserves to be provided for. Again, I say trust God for everything because the one who works for him deserves to be provided for. And the Lord, you know, I was reading this morning, it's like, don't worry about uh, anything, you know, because God don't God cares about the birds. He cares about those things, those things in the natural. So he cares more about don't he care more about you than he cares about every detail of your life. Yes, even the smallest details. So as you step out of faith and serve Jesus 100 percent, just like I had when I was doing a Bible school and also I'm doing now, like uh, he he provides. He, he, I work for Jesus, you know, full time. You know, so people might not understand that people might not uh, recognize it or whatever. But at the end of the day, you have to continue to do what God's called you to do, because one day you can stand in front of God and he's going to say, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter now to the joy of the Lord. That's definitely what you want to hear. Or hey, would you want to hear it like pull you to the side? Like, listen, my son or my daughter, why didn't you do exactly what I called you to do? Did you, why did you not trust me? Why did you why did you doubt me? And I me personally, I do not want to hear that. The second part, I want to hear. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter now to the joy of the Lord. And whatever that takes, uh, I would do. I mean, because <clears throat> I don't have no plan B. So it's easier for you to know God as your provider if you don't have no plan B. I'll say that again. It's easier for you to know God as your provider if you don't have no plan B. Because he's like, Lord, if you don't come from, through for me, is it like I'm 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 done. I'm over. I'm, f I'm finished. I'm going to heaven like, you know, and that's it. And I, and I want people to see that. Listen, Roger, it, um, believe God for everything. And look how he provided. And I will not walk by what I see, but I will walk by faith. And I want the same thing for you. You have to walk by faith and not by sight. The, the Bible says um, back in chapter two, you know, you just shall live by faith. So this is something that it will continue to happen. That's something that you will continue to do and continue to grow on. And and go back and study what Abraham, Abraham faith that he believed God, even when it looked hopeless, like him going to the mountain with Isaac and tied up Isaac and him got the knife. He had the knife in his hand, raised it up and about to stay. It looked hopeless. Like, man, this is it. Like, I'm about to <laughs> sacrifice my only son. The, the son, I just believed God for all these years. So I finally got it. And you want me to give it away. And it was just a test of his faith. Like you really now I truly know now that you really trust God and trust me. I truly know now. That you're a man of your word, that you believe me, uh, even giving up your only son. So I just want to encourage y'all with that today, that 2020 is a year that trust God for everything. And he will provide because it says right there, trust God for everything, because the one who works for him deserves to be provided for. Amen. So that's all I have for this particular podcast. Um but I just want to always, always give an opportunity to anybody that's listening that haven't surrendered their life to Jesus. Time has run out. You have to put your total trust in Jesus. Cannot put your trust in this world. This world will be shaken. Everything in this world that can be shaken will be shaken. But God, we serve a God that's unshakable. And if you hide yourself into Jesus, if you give your life to him, uh, you will be protected. I mean, you will not be shaken in these times to come because you know, it will be get, it will get worse in this world. We're living in the last hour of time. And so it's time for you to surrender your life to Jesus if you haven't, uh, because today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. God sent his only begotten son 
that whosoever, and you are whosoever that believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So it's time for you to give your life to Jesus if you haven't. Uh, don't put this off another day. Uh, people, are, God never send anybody to hell. People send themselves to hell because they reject uh, a loving God. So you, it's you. Your heart is beating. If your heart is beating fast, the Holy Spirit is talking to you. It's time for you to come home. It's time for you to make a decision today. And maybe you was serving God and, and something happened. And now you are not serving God like you should. And 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 you all out in the world and and doing things that's ungodly, doing things that goes against his word. And But I want to let you know that God loves you. He has a plan for your life. You know, don't give up now. He, he is There's hope and there's hope in Jesus. And thirdly, maybe you're saying like, man, I, I'm serving God. But I just don't know. Without a shadow of a doubt, man, I'll go to heaven like the devil's lying to me every night. I just don't know without a shadow of a doubt. And I want to give you the opportunity as well to clarify that, to bring clarification to you right now that you are will go to heaven. So if you never surrender your life to um, Jesus or you have and and you want to come back home, something happened and you're not doing you're not serving God like you should. Or thirdly, you just want to bring that reassurance into your heart. I want to give you the opportunity right now to give your life to Jesus. So I want you to say that this with me real fast. Just say, dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. I surrender 100% to you. Jesus, thank you that you have died for me. I believe you're risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. Say, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm saved, born again, forgiven. I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. If that's you, I want to tell you congratulations. Welcome into the uh, kingdom of God. I want you to continue to listen to these podcasts. I want you to continue to share it. Write a review uh, saying you got saved. I mean, just share it. Let, tell everybody about this and uh, more to come. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Unhidden Message. Uh, definitely write a review. Subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to keep it going. Yes, I will be going to Zanzibar uh tanzania real soon overland missions praise god um moving out there to preach the gospel full time and uh and i want you to continue to listen to these podcasts as i continue to put them out i will be transitioning to when i get out there to share testimonies and messages whatever i can um so stay tuned always visit my website roderickleach.com that's r-o-d-r-i-c-k-l-e-a-c-h god bless mm-hmm.